Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Some of our American viewers say, you'll lose me when you talk about the CFL. But this is a life thing, this Cody Fajardo thing that just isn't going away. Called out his receivers after Saturday's game. Cody apologized Tuesday. It could galvanize the team. It could completely destroy the team, too. We know how he handles himself, and he had an emotional moment in the media. Probably done what he needs to do in that locker room and made sure he's good with his team. On the road with the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, we're second home. Thank you, Rick Regan. Welcome, uh, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. It is the RP Show, Canada's daytime sports talk show, coming to you live from the beach house in sunny and beautiful Pompano Beach, Florida. And you're going to get some shots of the area as the program goes along today. The best two hours in sports is right here, and it's leaving the harbor right now. Uh, I'm down here in the Sunshine State. We've got the Moose in the bunker, the winner of the Jason Sudeikis Lookalike Contest. How you doing, Moose? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, my man. Hey, I got to ask you, that Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso thing, how often does that come up? Because I can tell you that in my life, it comes up for every single day. Maybe I should ask you, how many times a day does it come up for you? I know. It's multiple times a day. And obviously, with the show being a little bit bigger... At the beginning, when it started, like a few years ago, it was, you look like that guy. That guy that drives the RV, <laughs> right? From We're the Millers. And uh, once his name became more of a household name with Ted Lasso and everything else, uh, it's, it's almost daily. I love it. Well, I'll tell you what, we got, I will not rest until we get Jason Sudeikis on this program. And we'll talk about Ted Lasso. Clark, can you make a note of that, please? We need Ted Lasso on the program. Uh, speaking of guests on the program today, it's, it's a great day to have these guys. Hockey guys today, Andrew Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk, the guy that we love, call, lovingly call Hustler, Hustlerama. He'll be with us from the Slurpee Capital. And uh, the captain of God's team, the Regina Pats, Logan Nyhoff, will be with us later on in hour two. And before we get to the biggest news of the day, I, here's a little topic that I could have thrown out in the term of a poll or a theme or a quick six show topic. But I'll just get your quick take on this before we get to Because I know today's going to be a wild show because there's a lot of stuff going on. But does it make me a bad person? that every time the Regina Pats play, I go immediately to the score sheet and see what Connor Bedard did. Because, as you know, last year, in this, and by the way, they lost 5-2 in Winnipeg last night to the ice. Connor Bedard, 0-0-0 zero, zero, zero stat line. He was minus one and had four Ultra. shots on goal. And you know, the, snow, the snowflakes are like, oh, but that's not fair to the other 19 players. And it's like, I don't care what the other 19 players did. Okay, I just care what Connor Bedard did, and I think I speak for everybody else. So I think we need to get back to being ourselves and not feeling bad about it. Here's my rant for the day. Didn't take long. Yeah, I know. We don't. Don't feel bad because everybody else across the country is checking the score sheet and wondering what Connor Bedard did too. Okay? <laughs> if there was a notification okay, yeah. from gotcha. Score or TSN or Sportsnet that you could put just for Connor Bedard, they would have it. I'm sure. I'm surprised they don't, but yeah. You get what I'm saying. It's not fair. <clears throat> We're not going down. <laughs> not going well, we've down. We've heard that road it. So we Okay. Yeah. We've heard it. Yeah. Director Jordan, can you please hit the quick six? And why I'll never, ever, ever go to bed at night wondering what we're going to talk about the next day because that's pointless. It's that's so. 
last night. Number one topic today, driving down Ocean Drive here, was... What's up, boss? <laughs> Just, <laughs> we have a live studio audience here at the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida today. Driving down Ocean Drive, notification comes down on my phone on Carey Price. And here's the official Canadian press story. Montreal Canadiens goaltender Carey Price has voluntarily entered the NHL and NHL Players Association Joint Player Assistance Program. The NHLPA said on a release that the star goaltender will be away from the team while he takes part of the program. The Players Association did not specify why Price entered the program and said it would not provide further comment. The news comes a day after Canadiens head coach Dominic Ducharme said it would be unlikely that Price would be ready for the start of the season as he recovered from an unspecified illness. Price is also recovering from off-season surgery to repair a torn meniscus. Montreal opens its season on October 13th at Toronto. We got a lot of viewers in Quebec. There's a lot of Quebecers down here in Florida. Let's hear from them on the comment line, on the YouTube chat, or Prairie Mobile text line 306-840-8777. If I may, I may be in the minority here, Moose, in that let's just put prayers up for Carey Price and hope for his well-being. Has anybody thought about that? Instead of the, oh, what's his problem? What's he addicted to? What's his issue? Because there's a lot of that going around. And I'll be, obviously, I'm way, way, way too defensive on that because I do work as a recovery coach certified in the industry. It's nobody's business why Kerry Price went into this program. However, you know that that's what everybody's going to ask. So for me, I just wish Kerry Price well. A, and B, I think the Habs can win without him between Jake Allen and Caden Primo, I think they're in capable hands. And I'm not done on this, but that's my initial thoughts. What are yours, Moose? Yeah, the same. You know, you, you worry about the player first, and we've been in that community, right? We've been in that community. We've spent some real time around Montreal Canadiens fans and the Montreal people, and I think they feel the same way, right? They're worried about Carey Price. They love Carey Price. He's their guy. I think they're absolutely capable. Jake oh, yeah. Allen will lead this team. They're going to be fine. Caden Primo, too. But... You know, here's the, the, we all want to know what's going on. We want to know, you know, is there an addiction issue? Is he battling some mental health things? What's keeping him out? And not because I don't think that we're, you know, that interested necessarily, number one, in picking apart Kerry's life and criticizing him or anything. I think from a fan perspective and a hockey perspective, we want to know what's going on so then we can put a diagnosis on it and get a timetable for his return. You know, we heard the press conference, Mark Bergevin, they said, and, and since he's in the protocol or in the, in the program, it's 30 days, right? Minimum 30 days. So he won't start the season next week with the Montreal Canadiens. But, you know, we want to know, you know, when it's a, a fractured, you know, ankle or, or bone, or we know it's a bruise or this or that, we can put day to day, week to week, four to six weeks, three to six months. We can put a timetable on it and get expectations right now. Without expectations, we sit here thinking, is he ever going to play again? Is his season over? Are the Canadians screwed now without Carey Price? I think that's why we want to know what's going on so we can get an idea of when to expect him back. But we all hope he's doing well. It's human nature to want to know. Yeah. But it's nobody's business. <laughs> that's also a fact. Yeah. So I just go with, I wish Carey Price well. Now, I wanted that to be the Prairie, uh, sorry, the uh, Capital Automall Universal Collision Center poll question, can the Montreal Canadiens win without Carey Price? But I was outvoted. And baseball is what we're going with on the poll question today. Which is the best Major League Baseball division series? Because they begin tonight, and your options are Boston, Tampa Bay, Chicago, Houston. 
L.A. Dodgers, San Francisco Giants, or Atlanta, Milwaukee. And leading the way by a mile, 71% of the vote is Dodgers-Giants. It's going to be an absolute all-out war with that NL West division rivalry meeting in the playoffs. Okay, so moving on, uh, let's go to the CFL for a second for point two. The Toronto Argonauts are first in the CFL East for the time being anyways. DJ Foster scored a 63-yard touchdown while Dexter McCoyle Sr. and Chris Edwards both returned picks for TDs in a wild third quarter as Toronto defeated the Ottawa Red Blacks 35-16 Wednesday night on CFL Wednesday night football. The 5-3 and three Argos moved into first in the East with the win. Two points ahead of the 4-4 four and four Hamilton Tiger Cats and those two teams will play on Monday in the battle of the QEW. I think it was 27 points I think in the third quarter scored by the Argos but I, you probably saw Ryan Dinwiddie ripped his team afterwards. Said it was the worst offensive performance of the year. I think they said they only had 253 yards offense. That's a winner and I don't know. Did Ryan Dinwiddie hurt anybody's feelings? Is he going to have to come out and apologize on Saturday morning? for the, What do you think, Moose? What if he hurt somebody's feelings? Did you win the football game? Did it work? They won did, the did football Did you hurt any game. feelings? Right? You won the football game. Okay. I mean, the players are going to have to deal with that. I mean, yeah. No. I don't think he's going to have to I'm apologize, but I totally get it. I'm just worried if he hurt anybody's feelings because we know. wouldn't want that. It's pro football, for God's sakes. We can't have anybody's feelings hurt. <laughs> okay. Um, bit of a dog's breakfast here. Some countries are divulging their top three players for the Olympics, right? So with Canada last week, or whatever day it was, we had Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, and Alex Petrangelo. And then this morning, Finland comes out with Sebastian Aho, Sasha Barkov from America's team, the Florida Panthers, and Miko Rantanen of the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, the Czechs announcing Jacob Vorchek, Andre Palat, and David Pasternak. And so here we go with the countries coming out with their top three players. It's kind of cute the way that they're doing this. And uh, I'm just going to move on. We can kick that around a little later on. This is the warm-up, by the way, proudly presented by E-Cold Electric. Here's what happened in the show last night. Mika Zabinijad scored twice. Igor Shesterkin made 31 saves. And the New York Rangers beat the New Jersey Devils 6-2 Wednesday in NHL preseason play. New York lost right winger Ryan Reeves to a lower body injury after a first-period collision with P.K. Subban. At some point now... We got to get this preseason over and get to the regular season. There's too many guys getting hurt. Quentin Byfield Tuesday night. Our boy Revo last night. Let's just get to the games that mean something. This is not what you want. Anthony Mantha scored at 141 of overtime to lift Washington past Boston 4-3. Evgeny Kuznetsov, Tom Wilson, and TJ Osi also scored for Washington. Vitek Vanichuk made 33 saves. Battle of California, Arthur Kaliev had a hat-trick in L.A., overcame a 3-0 deficit to beat Anaheim 6-3. Alex Turcott, Brendan Lemieux, and our buddy Austin Wagner also scored for the Kings, and Calvin Peterson made 39 saves. In St. Paul, Minnesota, Adam Beckman, friend of the show, scored 2-19 into overtime in Minnesota, overcame an early three-goal deficit to beat St. Louis 4-3. Where's those Spokane Chiefs fans? Rise up where they watch the RP show on Game Plus TV on the TDS cable carrier all across the state of Washington. 
Jake Voracek broke a tie midway through the third period in Columbus's 4-2 victory over the Detroit Red Wings. And the game you're all talking about, Nikolai Ehlers scored twice in Winnipeg's preseason victory over the Calgary Flames. Josh Morrissey also scored for the Jets. And Hella made 16 saves. Andrew Mangiapane and Glenn Godden scored for Calgary. And Dan Vladar stopped 37 shots. So I say it again, Moose. Where are we on the NHL preseason? I feel like I'm still in a glass case of emotion every single night with NHL preseason results, but I'm kind of ready for the regular season now. How about you? Yeah, what is the kickoff on Tuesday? The puck drops on Tuesday for the regular season? Let's go. I mean, you're right with the injuries. I mean, have we seen enough? Are we ready? I mean... I don't know. There's still a lot of position battles, and there's still roster spots that are being battled for as we speak. But, yeah, I'm ready to go. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm listening to the, the results, and I probably can't remember half the results you just read because I'm like, tell me about who's going to play on Tuesday. Tell me about who might be in the lineup. I, I'm right. interested in those battles. But who wins and loses? I mean, the preseason rarely translates into regular season success. So I'm ready. Let's go. Top uh, rivalry in hockey, by the way, resumes tonight at Amelie Arena in Tampa Bay. Just going to put that out there. That the Lightning take on the Florida Panthers. Yeah, I'll be watching that one tonight on the (laughs) Sunshine Network. And uh, how happy do you think the Florida Panthers are that they're being talked about daily on national television here on Game Plus? Over the moon. Couple more points here in the warm up, which is uh, proudly brought to you by our friends at E. Cole Electric. Our annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in stock items. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. To MLB, Chris Taylor's late game heroics advanced the Dodgers to the NL Division Series. Taylor hit a tie breaking two run homer in the bottom of the ninth as the late LA topped the St. Louis Cardinals 3 1. In the NL's wild card game, the 106-win Dodgers advanced to a best-of-five NL Division Series against the rival Giants. Game one Friday in San Fran. And both of the American League Division Series begin today. Lance Lynn takes to the mound this afternoon as the Chicago White Sox visit Houston. Lance McCullers starts for the Strohs. Later, Eduardo Rodriguez starts for the Boston Red Sox in Tampa Bay. Shane McClanahan gets the nod for the Rays. And our sixth and final point, we're tying this up real nicely, gives us more time to specialize in the second block. Uh, Thursday night football tonight. Woo-hoo! A classic NFC West showdown. The Los Angeles Rams 3-1 at the 2-2 Seattle Seahawks Moose. 8.20 p.m. Eastern. What are we going to learn tonight? We're going to find out who the Seattle Seahawks really are is what I think we're going to find out tonight on Thursday night football. We are, and we're going to find out what L.A. is a little bit more. We know L.A. is a good team. We know Matt Stafford is found a home. How do they rebound after coming off a pretty bad outing, right, against Arizona? So what is L.A. going to do in the return? Uh, but you're going to learn a lot about Seattle, right? I mean, um, nine straight winning seasons for Seattle with Russell Wilson, a quarterback. Um, two and two right now. They're in a tough division, maybe the toughest division in football. Um, It'll be a really good game. On paper, this is the best matchup Thursday night has seen since week one. Obviously, the, the, the lid lifter with the, the Buccaneers and your Cowboys. But this is a great matchup on paper. It should turn into another fo- good football game. I'm looking forward to it. I think you're forgetting about the Jacksonville-Houston game. Oh, right. 
<laughs> or, or was it Jacksonville, Cincinnati just last week? They've all week. turned into Any good game games. The Jaguars are in. But, the, but, but yes. the lead up has been disappointing because it's like, oh, we're going to watch these two teams. It's going to be bad. Turns out it was great. So this game, supposed to be great. Does that mean it's going to turn out to be awful tonight? I hope not. You know, it's interesting, by the way, we only got a minute left in this segment here, the warm-up for Recall Electric. But with the Jaguars, they do have your Titans this week. And we're going to have to talk about those picks either today or tomorrow. But I think that... I think that the Titans are going to speedboat them or whatever you guys call it, speedbag them. <laughs> um, but you're following the Urban Meyer coverage, right? Like, Mike, yes. I have not even watched ESPN because I'm tired of the Urban Meyer coverage. The latest is that he never thought about resigning, even though a video came out of a lady dancing inappropriately near his lap and him inappropriately touching her with his index finger, which I still have not watched the video. I'm just going by what I'm hearing. So... Man, I wish this story would go away. It, yeah, but it's not going to go away until the, the play on the field um, becomes the story or until something else takes its place. This is still in the headlines. A lot of talk yeah. about Urban Meyer being over his head in the National Football League, about him you know, potentially taking the job at USC or what could be next for Urban Meyer. But you know what? Jacksonville still has to win some games, and they have to decide in Jacksonville if Urban Meyer is best for Trevor Lawrence because more than Urban Meyer more than the coach more than anybody play, any other player Trevor Lawrence is the franchise that's who you're investing in that's who you've drafted that's where you're giving the keys to the city is with Trevor Lawrence so it's not what quarterback works with the coach it's what coach works with the quarterback so if they think Urban Meyer is right for Trevor Lawrence they'll keep him if they don't he'll be out we're uh, going to turn it over to the viewers when we come back, can the Habs win without Carey Price? Is it fair how good Alabama is in college football? Is it fair that I only look up Connor Bedard's stats and nobody else's? There's a lot to get to live from the Beach House here in Pompano Beach, Florida. You're watching on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states, including the state of Florida. And we're carried on TDS cable down here. You're watching live on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Autumn is in the air. The pumpkins are in the patch. And our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. If you know what I'm saying. Make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for a cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the two million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. Again, join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. But you got to use the promo code FANSIDED20. It is paradise. Gorgeous South Florida is where we find ourselves. For another day, episode number 587 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show. And I'm still waiting, Moose. 
on a new name because I'm not sure for how long it'll be Canada's daytime sports talk show, which, as a matter of fact, I said we're going to turn this over to the viewers here now. And yep. somebody said, Rod, did you see the hit on Ryan Reeves uh, last night in the Rangers game? And I'm like, no, I'm living in America. Where am I supposed to see it? You think they're going to show it on ESPN? No. It's like, I know that you watch Get Up every morning and they pro they preview the games coming up yeah. just in graphics. But you notice the announcers never say anything because they don't know anything about it, about the NHL. That, well, that's it's right. The truth. They could never talk about it. Well... Every analyst that's on the program played in the NFL, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they all played in the what NFL. What are they going to say? Right. You know, hockey. I knew a guy once that played in the NHL. That's all, like, I don't know what they <laughs> right. you know, like, what's Bart Scott going to say, you know, about the New York Rangers? Partied maybe with one or two of them when he was with the Jets. That's about it. How about that? Yeah. But it's fun, and I see the the promo all the time, right? I see the promo. They're excited, so we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Well, hey, so where do I start? It is Canada's daytime show. We talk about Canadian things, and I, for now, I guess we can talk about hockey. If anybody wants to chime in on last night's CFL game, Toronto beating Ottawa 35-16, we both took the bet. We both took the deal from betregal.net. And I don't know what their odds makers did, but they went in and sharpen their pencils because their bets have been yeah they've done something they've done something but anyways a lot of people want to talk about Connor Bedard God's team where the heck is it Pat's losing 5-2 in Winnipeg last night our top two cities for viewership are Regina and Winnipeg you said our number two city for podcast downloads is Winnipeg figure that one out and the comments are coming in so fast Darren I can't figure it out Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg. I can't know where it went. He goes, Nolan Orzak. And Carson Lambeau said, not tonight, Connor. <laughs> Everybody's... Here's the thing, by the way. Yeah, here it is. Carson Lambos and Nolan Orzak said, not tonight, Connor. Somebody else said the Calgary Flames need to adopt the slogan, abandon all honor, fail for Connor. You don't understand. He's not even eligible for the draft until next year. So people don't understand. Yeah, he is that good. But he's not going to be eligible even in this year's draft. And then, can I just inject a little common sense into some of these? And I know uh, several times I've said today I get way too defensive, Moose. But people are like, it's so sad to hear that Carey Price is going into the player assistance program. No, this is a good thing. The guys come out of the player assistance program and they're better than ever. I'm not going to name names, but go back and Google it. As a matter of fact, you said you saw somewhere this morning a list of players. So it's it's out there. Do you want to mention some of those names? Connor Ingram's been in it, Um, you know, the goaltender for the Nashville Predators. I don't know if Jonathan Druin, if this is what he was in, if he was in the assistance program or if this was just through the team. But it started in 1996, and I remember when it started, it was literally a phone line. You know, it reminded me of the children's help phone, you know, or like you can call the number and, and get a little help, but it wasn't a full program. Well, it's developed right. into a program. And, I, and you didn't know in, back then if this was just something that was happening, you know, for PR. Oh, we've got the phone line so the players can call if they need somebody to talk to. No, they've taken it a step further and they've actually got the program now. 
and carries in it. And that's what you want, right? Um, you often, you know, we see this all the time when it comes to injuries, and we talked about it, the cortisone shots, everything else. Whatever it takes to get back on the field. We don't really care about you. You are just an asset, right? Well, this kind of shows a little yeah. bit of that compassion and looking out for the players a little bit. They are people too. And we've learned that players aren't just players. Players turn into management, turn into owners, turn into, you know, other players. You know, they stay involved in the game. So it's important to take care of them. And Carey Price, I'm happy he's getting the help. Like I say, this is a good thing. Um, where is it? I totally forgot about this. I was sitting having breakfast, thinking about what we were going to talk about on the show today. And after that, the notification came down that Carey Price was entering the Players Assistance Program. So from NHL.com, they came out with their very first, what do they call it? Sweet 16 or Elite 16, something like that. The Again, No Hurting the Feelings the Power Rankings. My, the No Hurting the Feelings Power Rank. I love the NHL, uh, the Super 16, they call it. So I'm not going to bang on the NHL. But their power rankings stop at 16. I'm like, yoo-hoo. You got 32 teams, boys. <laughs> Anyways, do you, uh, you want to hear who the top 16 are? Did you yes. see it, by the way? I have not the, looked at did? it yet. No, I haven't. Oh. You, well, you can tell me how wrong they are, okay? Okay. And I, I will preface this by saying a couple weeks back, I did my power five in the National Hockey League. And we're pretty much bang on here. They were the same here. Number one, Tampa Bay. Number two, Colorado Avalanche. Number three, Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Number four, the New York Islanders. Sounds familiar, doesn't it, Moose? Hell yeah. These are all who I had. And number five, they've got the Carolina Hurricanes, which I didn't have. I had the Florida Panthers, and as did you, right? Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Carolina's at five. Florida Panthers at six... Okay. Toronto Maple Leafs at seven. How about that? Eighth, the Boston Bruins. Right. Eighth, the Boston Bruins. Ninth, the Winnipeg Jets. Top 10, number 10, the Edmonton Oilers. Number 11, the Washington Capitals. Number 12, the Minnesota Wild. This is where it starts to get murky. <laughs> number 13, the Dallas Stars, who didn't make the playoffs last year. Number 14, the St. Louis Blues, who got swept in round one last year. Number 15, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the aging Pittsburgh Penguins. 15th ranked team in the National Hockey League. And 16th, the Philadelphia Flyers, who are a bubble playoff team. I'm sorry, I can't go along with this, but this is the NHL Super 16. I'll say to you, deal or no deal, I got to... Other than the Leafs being seventh, I can't imagine you would agree with that. I, I don't. I, I actually, I don't know who I'd put the Leafs ahead of on that list. I don't. You know, I like them in seventh. I think, I think it's pretty good. Um, again, Florida, Carolina, Islanders, you could, you know, put them in a Yahtzee dice, right, and throw them Blender. and see where, they, where the dice <laughs> fall. But it's um, Pittsburgh at 15. You said the aging Pittsburgh Penguins. Maybe the writers at NHL.com are onto something, that this is going to be the year that they really take a big step back because Pittsburgh at 15 will be the biggest shock, I think, to a lot of fans, especially Penguins fans, who still see the dominant Malkin-Crosby era and with, with the flower, of course, um, and Latang. But Malkin's not going to start the season. You know, it's all going to be up to Crosby. And so we'll see what, what happens with the Penguins. They might be a team that ends up outside of the playoffs, and that would be a surprise. 
from Ray in the Six writing us on the Prairie Mobile text line as he's watching on Game Plus TV. He says, Rod, thank God for the Argos defense last night. They scored more touchdowns than the offense. Chris Jones already paying dividends. Is Dinwiddie looking over his shoulder? Not going to rant on that at all. But I've been around the game a little bit. I get a back, back me up on this, Moose. They won the game 35-16. It's called complimentary football. Sometimes when one area of your game, if it's one-third, maybe two-thirds aren't up to snuff, you'd hope that that third phase can win you a game. And that's what happened last night for the Toronto Argonauts. They scored a special teams touchdown, two on defense. They were balling. Toronto's going to be fine. They're first place in the division. Ray, you yeah. can't honestly think that Ryan Dinwiddie's looking over his shoulder. I'm not going to get upset, even though we've been over times. Ryan Dinwiddie hired a defensive coordinator, and make no mistake, Jones will be by the time they're done, by the time the chips settle there, because he wants to win. He's not afraid about Chris Jones taking his job. And I know Dinwiddie very well. The fact that he ripped his players last night after they won. I literally just smiled like the Grinch and the Grinch who stole Christmas. I just smiled. <laughs> that's dinner for you. I love it. It's great. I mean, they're winning, and that's what you want. You know, Chris Jones coming in to run the defense and take care of that area. And Dinwiddie, who is an offensive mind, can kind of get that area and manage the culture of the team and manage the locker room. They won. So life is good today. Don't try, you know... I mean, you always want to get better. Don't criticize the wins like this, right? Just enjoy the wins, please. Craig McTavish. We don't critique our wins. Last seen coaching in the Swiss, Swiss <laughs> Hockey League. Maybe you should have um, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Fans, fans um, shouldn't critique the wins. The coaches can, but the fans don't. Exactly, exactly. Um, do 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 from Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg. He says, Bombers tie cats in the Grey Cup. How about that? Wouldn't that be something? How about that? We're trying to figure out this, we're trying to figure out this morning who, who beat the uh, Blue Bombers. For 10 bucks, can you, who's, who's responsible for their one loss? <laughs> the one team that beat them. Oh, I know. It would be a complete guess. I couldn't I, get it. I had to look it up. I had to look Ma it up. Montreal? It was week three in Toronto. Uh, no, it was in week three in Toronto. The Argos won it 30-23. From Jeffrey Townen in Calgary, watching on YouTube, he says, I understand Regina Airport Authority is worried about crowds at the airport tomorrow, welcoming the stamps and seeking Bo's autograph. That's funny. I spent a minute on Canada's Game of the Week. Uh, Bo Levi, it sounds like, will be playing... For the Calgary Stampeders, uh, that's a pretty big deal. Pretty big deal for the Calgary Stampeders. Even though we didn't finish last week's game with a shoulder injury, they say he's looking good in practice. Uh, we're talking about practice. Where the heck is this? From Pinks, watching on YouTube. I think the NHL is still thinking there's a Canadian division, LOL. Those are not the teams we will see this year and the positions they will end up. He's talking about the Super 16. Well, hey, you should just be happy your Philadelphia Flyers made the Super 16 for the love of Pete. I got yeah. two of my teams are in the, in the Super 16. The Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team. 
And now the Florida Panthers. The Arizona Coyotes cannot be found with a search party. Which is mo- and your team's in there too. Yeah, we're good. You got to be good. happy with that. I'm happy. Um, no, we're, we're we're laughing. It's great. I mean, the team that I think that wasn't in there that probably well they got to earn their way in. Chicago wasn't in there, and I think Chicago will end up in one of those spots by the time the year's over. I'd put them ahead of Pittsburgh. I'd yeah. put them ahead of Pittsburgh. I'd put them ahead of Philly. Absolutely, they're everybody's team to beat. Yeah, this year. Uh, by the way, great timing here from Northside YEG watching on YouTube. He says, "Okay, wait. Did I just hear the Winnipeg Jets in front of the Oilers? I feel triggered. <laughs> we can talk about that next with Hustlerama. Moose, we'll see you in a bit. You bet. Have fun with us. All right. Hustlerama joins us next. We're broadcasting live from the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida. It's the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. We're live from South Florida today at the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida. A lot of topics on the table. And just before we get to our next guest, I got I to gotta read this because he especially likes it. Guess what, fellas? The boys are buzzing because hockey is back. Want to know what else is buzzing? The Lawnmower 4.0 from our friends at Manscaped. They are the global leaders in male grooming, trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Don't get chirped this year for having a Jumbo Joe Bush below the waist. Join the Manscaped movement for all your hairiest grooming needs. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code RP20 at manscaped.com. Again, it's manscaped.com, promo code RP20. Get 20% off and free shipping. You're going to want to try the Lawnmower 4.0? Trust me. I'm not even going to ask Andrew Hustler Patterson about his uh, jewels at all, but I'm going to ask him some hockey questions here. How you doing, Hust? You're looking good, buddy. What's going on, Rod? Hey, well, you are too. What's up? Did you just pack up and move to South Florida? I've been enjoying your uh, travels. Quite jealous when you did the show at Bow Campers, one of my favorite sports bars south of the border. Third largest sports bar square footage in all of America. I can't imagine the top two because that place is ginormous. But no, it's been good, Hus. Hey, look, a lot of things I want to get to you with. Uh, let's start with Kerry Price, if you don't mind, on the news this morning that he was entering the NHL Players Association Player Assistance Program. He'll be gone for a minimum 30 days. What did you think when you heard it? Well, I mean, obviously, first off, you're, you're concerned for the human. I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, I mean, it's devastating for the Montreal Canadiens not to have him. But, I mean, I think Kerry Price is such a... I mean, he's a Canadian icon, not just of the Montreal Canadiens, but also a guy that I think every Canadian is counting on to be part of our Olympic team uh, going for gold in Beijing. So when you when you hear something like this, um, you know, first and foremost, you're concerned for the person. I do have to say uh, that I think this sort of thing is handled far better now and differently than it was in the past. And uh, I think we're in a good spot. You know, we've heard what Robin Lehner had to say on the weekend. And again, these were different topics, but he's been very outspoken on mental health. Um, and when you think about what's happened to some of the players that have 
played in the National Hockey League post-career, I think it's very important that we focus on the mental health of these athletes. So I think everyone just hopes that Carey Price gets whatever help that he needs. And uh, hopefully soon hockey fans, both who love the Habs and hate the Habs, will see one of the best goaltenders back in the crease. And uh, most importantly, doing well for him personally and his family. How she said it well, you're a wordsmith. And Carey Price is an icon. Great wording there. And a great person. Um, it's interesting what you mentioned about the Olympics. If he isn't able to go and, and who knows you would hope that he, the problems will be behind him by then I, I guess it would be Carter Hart's time to shine because I think he is Canada's future in goal but right now it's a big drop off from Carey Price to Carter Hart uh, moving on well, ho-hum ho-hum I mean, wait a second wait a Mark, second Are you, we're, we're, getting, we're giving Carter Hart the number two spot on Team Canada I mean to be honest right now considering the season he had last year he's going to be lucky to make the team I mean, you got Mark Fleury, Mark Andre Fleury won the Vesna Trophy. Carey Price had a solid season, and he's Carey Price. To me, there's those two guys, and then there's just a bunch of question marks. I mean, who has a lot of confidence in Carter Hart after the season he had last year? I asked Philly fans about that, Rod. And Jordan Binnington? I'm not really that in on Jordan Binnington. And hell, Mackenzie Blackwood, we thought he would be in. Well, he's not even able to go because he's not vaxxed right now. So... Listen, I, the, the goaltending position already was a little bit of a concern. I think if you looked at Team Canada overall, this news today, um, you know, again, first things first, we're thinking about the person. But Canada needs Carey Price at the Olympics right now because, I mean, beyond Marc-Andre Fleury and Carey Price, there are massive question marks. And that's the one place where Canada, when you compare them to a number of the other countries in the world, is actually at a deficit. You can't say that about pretty much every other position on the team. Okay, now I got to go to the big board. Listen, you know hockey's my number one sport, and I was a goaltender, so I think I know what I'm talking about there. I don't even think the flower was on the Sochi team, was he? It was Price. Uh, Mike Smith was the third. Flower hasn't really represented Canada internationally since I think the World Juniors in 2003 in a significant fashion, and I'm a Flower fan. I'll make you a bet today, Huss that Carter Hart starts in the Olympics if Carey Price does not. That, that's just my thinking. Okay, I'm in. I'm in on it. Well, whatever the wager is, Rod, let's do it. <laughs> As I said, Flurry versus Hart. Fleury, he won the Vesna Trophy last year. He's gonna have now. I, I, I will. I will make this caveat that if Carter Hart all of a sudden tears it up, he could be on the team and he'll be an option. I think that's the best case scenario for Canada. But my God, he had one of the worst goal, uh, worst seasons for a starting goaltender in the National Hockey League last year. So uh, there's a lot of work to do before Carter Hart actually earns a spot on the team. Never mind jumps the guy that won the Vesna Trophy last year for a spot in net, in my opinion. Oh, my God. Huss, this is why let's make this is bet. why you and I would. Hey, this is how you and I would be great together. Listen, if Marc-Andre Fleury's not good enough for Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, he's not good enough for me and Team Canada. And I've also seen Carter Hart at his best. So he had one bad year. So what? Other goalies have had bad years. Carey Price has had bad years in his career. So what? Carter Hart has represented Canada internationally at the World Juniors. I've seen him at his best. His problems are here, not skill-wise. But anyways... We need to move on. And I got to get, did you spend any time this week talking on Winnipeg Sports Talk about Eddie Steele being let go by Edmonton Elks Radio for his comments on this show, critical of Brock Sunderland? Whether you have or you haven't, I want your thoughts now because he's a Winnipegger and beloved in that town. Eddie Steele, a lot of work media-wise. Yeah, I, listen, it's unfortunate. I respect Eddie a lot for what he said yesterday, saying I stand behind what I said 100%. And, 
Hey, Rod, you know, this is one of the things that we're enjoying right now, the freedom of doing things somewhat independently without having anyone kind of wrapping your knuckles. Hey, he was he was working for the team broadcaster, which is essentially being in bed with the team. So when you do make truthful statements, but very critical ones of the organization you're essentially working for, you put yourself in danger. I'll say this, though. I think Eddie's going to end up better for this. I think the attention on what he's doing, what he's been saying, I think he's earned a lot of respect within um, the Canadian football media. And uh, you know what? He didn't say anything that's wrong. This Edmonton situation is a mess. It starts with the top. And then you saw what Brownlee tweeted afterwards. I mean, could you have any more of a PR nuke in the city of Edmonton that someone was responsible for banning Joey Moss from the locker room? Now, I don't have all the details, but I know Robin Brownlee is a very respected voice in that community. has been there for a long time. Um, you know, it went from bad to worse for Brock Sunderland yesterday. And maybe if this team was six and two, the conversations would be different, but they've been embarrassing this year. They've lost twice to Ottawa right now. They're in last place in the West and they're going in to face a buzzsaw bomber team on Friday night. So um, it stinks in Edmonton right now on the field, off the field. And it's pretty surprising when you think I'll say this about Sunderland as much of a mess this organization is right now. He's got a lot of talent on his roster. So, I mean, the questions as to why they're here, we can debate. But the bottom line is the PR for the uh, Elks this week and their general manager has been an absolute disaster. And uh, I think Eddie Steele is going to be just fine. I know he's always got a spot on your show and mine as well to talk CFL. And I'm looking forward to what he does next. He's great. He's an authentic person. He's real. By the way, from what I hear, Brock Sunderland mounting a counterattack on these allegations, specifically with the Joey Moss one. So it ain't over yet, Hus. And let me just lastly say this. Uh, so the Bombers got Edmonton on Friday night. Should be a molly whopping at IG Field. Should we just hand out the Grey Cup to the Blue Bombers now? That's what I'm thinking. I, I just think they should just get the trophy now. What do you think? They're that much better well, than everybody two, else. They're the class of the league right now. Um, but you know what? That's what everyone in this city was saying 20 years ago in 2001. We ended up losing to the 8 and 10 Stampeders in the Grey Cup. Um, It'll be interesting to see how these final six games go because realistically, if they win these next couple of games against Edmonton, they could, for all intents and purposes, clinch the West, you know, with three games left in the season. So how they handle that, I'm not sure. But they don't handle up the Great Cup after eight games. Mike O'Shea knows that more than anyone. Um, it's uh, it's a very talented team. It's a team that has been getting better throughout the season. And uh, I don't see any signs of letting up, even with what happened with Kenny Lawler this week. Um, but... There's still a lot of road left to go for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And uh, next stop is a home date with the Elks on uh, on Friday night. In a lot of ways, put the, a nail in the coffin of a team that a lot of people thought might be contending with Winnipeg for the top of the West this year, not the basement. Hustler, always great, man. Uh, enjoy uh, your program all the time. Keep it rolling and uh, have a great weekend. Thanks for this. Right back at you, Rod. Andrew Hustler-Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk. You can find them on YouTube daily at 1 p.m. Central. We'll be right back to the Pompano Beach House. The Moose will rejoin us. we got a sports update coming up. Logan Nyhoff from the Regina Pats coming up in Hour 2. Anaheim Ducks prospect. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
We're live from the beach house, Pompadour Beach, Florida. RP show continues. We got a few minutes left in this segment. I don't know if it's good or bad news, Moose, but I just found out that I, my COVID test is negative. I can get back into Canada this weekend. So I don't know how we feel about that. I'm okay with it. I miss you. <laughs> you sound like Monty. I'm with you every day for two hours. What are you talking about, I know, man? I know. Come on, man. Yeah, but when you're here, I'm it's with you far, more than two hours. That's I miss, true. The, I miss the curb coffees. I know you don't because, I mean, your coffees, you sent me photos of where you're having coffee yesterday. <laughs> Biscuits with the boss. Oh, yeah, you never responded to that photo, by the way. I don't know if you Couldn't, know that. My phone not. didn't just... work. The tears kind of short-circuited the keyboard. How about <laughs> that? <laughs> exactly. This is what I'm looking at, Moose. Never heard back from him. Uh, hey, Chris Taylor hit a tie-breaking two-run homer in the bottom of the ninth inning, lifting the L.A. Dodgers past the St. Louis Cardinals 3-1 in the National League wildcard game last night. The 106-win Dodgers advanced to a best-of-five NLDS against the rival Giants. Game one goes Friday in San Fran. D.J. Foster and the Toronto Argonauts are atop the CFL's East Division standings. Foster had a 63-yard touchdown catch, while Dexter McQuell Sr. and Chris Edwards both returned interceptions for touchdowns. As the Argos beat Ottawa 35-16 in the CFL Wednesday. And Nikolai Ehlers scored two goals, including the game winner, to lead the Jets to a 3-2 victory over the Calgary Flames in NHL preseason play. Josh Morrissey opened the scoring for Winnipeg in the first. Andrew Mangiapane and Glenn Goddard also scored for Calgary. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. Book your group or Christmas party now. For the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store, where, where you'll never have to ask to get the CFL games put on. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. We got time for your thoughts on this, Moose. Sage Steele will not appear on ESPN Sports Center the remainder of this week and has been pulled from moderating an upcoming network event following comments she made on a recent podcast. She appeared on a show hosted by former NFL QB Jay Cutler, where she criticized ESPN. And Walt Disney Company's mandate for employees to receive the coronavirus vaccine. She also questioned former President Barack Obama's decision to identify himself as black on the recent U.S. Census. How do you feel about Sage Steele performing professional Harry Carey? I know. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough because how bad do you want your job? And, you know, you have to understand your position in the company. Not everybody can do it, right? How much power do you really have? Are you yeah. okay to walk That's the plank, <laughs> right? You're saying, you're saying she has not got enough sway to be criticizing ESPN's vaccination policies. No. Gotcha. Hour two coming up. Logan Nyhoff with us from God's team. More from the Beach House coming up after this break on Game Plus TV. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.